0: Welcome to hashtag human podcast, the podcast where we look at all the things that can come up for us on our road to success. Those human tendencies that have us feeling like we're not perfect, we're not exactly where we want to be or the way we should be. And today I have a very special guest. I'll be chatting to the amazing Claire. Um, Claire is a circle holder, a believer in the power of conversation and explorer of spaciousness. A writer, the creator of Spaciousness, the card deck, a tapping teacher, and an asker of great questions, which is such an important trait. Personally, <laughs> Clara is a mum to three exquisite humans and a homemaker, and she lives on Garrigal Country. Now, I will hand you over to Claire to introduce herself and she can um, say her surname because I'm not quite sure how to pronounce it. <laughs> so there you go, Claire. <laughs> Thanks, Laura. Thanks. Uh, so yes, I'm Claire Fole, like a baby
1: horse. Um, and like Laura said, I'm here on Garrigal country and I pay my respects to elders here, past and present, and to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders around Australia. Um, we are here as... I guess in this beautiful country and then it always was and always will be Aboriginal land and, thank uh, you mm, as Laris. as
0: I'm sorry I'm you go Bangir country so <laughs> mm-hmm. yes so tell me a little bit about yourself for those of us listening today mm.
1: oh, it's always such a like movable feast of a question but right now I am um This morning, I've been at the local nursery. They're doing some really awesome work. And so I go there a day a week and help out. Um, This year, it was really important to me just to create life, which felt really spacious. Spacious is kind of the lens that I see the world through. And the two things that felt really present to me were getting my hands in the soil and writing. And um, my word of the year this year was homemaker, which was kind of a strange word. I I heard someone say it in about September last year. It just wouldn't leave me alone. And it has been such a nourishing and curious word to be holding. Um, We've moved a lot in the last 10 years, and it's the first time that we haven't moved after a year. And I can just feel myself getting to know this land better and putting down our roots and so it's so beautiful to like not only be physically homemaking but also doing things like um, just making my own stock and the other day I pickled beetroots I've never done that before and just getting to know the, the trees and and what happens here um, on this land when I'm with it and, and making my home here
0: so
1: that's kind of it the best like introduction.
0: Just- <laughs> That sounds really lovely. Um, I know I'm thinking back to when my children are younger and I'm wondering if it's to do with the age of of the children that you have at the moment because Mm -hmm. um, I was looking at some Instagram posts recently, like from years ago. Um, My youngest is now nine, but there was a stage where I had newborn, small toddler, and two uh, children around, um, I think they were about six and four at the Mm -hmm. time. And I can remember how much I absolutely loved that soul food that was Mm -hmm. me being able to tend to the garden and take vegetables and herbs I'd made and make it into products for the kids or sit down and do craft. Like I can, I, I, I've been there and I, that part of me honors you right now. I know that I know that space. It's a beautiful oh, space. <laughs> thanks, Laura.
1: And I think it is. It's my kids are all my littlest is six. So they're kind of they're all in school. And it was a bit that last year, you know, they were um, at home through COVID. And then we actually pulled them out and did some homeschooling. And so this year, as I went back, it was like I had this blank page of like what do I want it to be and and they were the pieces when I kind of didn't have capacity when they were really little to do that to be like ah that's what I what I want to put in this year beautiful Mm.
0: so can you tell us a little bit about business Claire
1: Mm, business Claire I find it um really interesting I find I have um trouble with the word business I think I I feel like it's more my work and it's kind of my life's work that I do and I started writing um, a blog about 10 years ago I think it must be Um, and I was writing I through all three of my pregnant or when my little ones were born I went through postnatal depression and I found this real I found myself in this place of really all I wanted to it was mum and I found it really hard and really beautiful and I couldn't find other people talking about that this kind of it's both of these Um, and so I started writing about it and then um, when my littlest was born I had this just 3am I need to bring people together kind of the way that circles find you and so that's when I started holding circles and so it's been kind of a meandering and there's it's it's not a straight trajectory um but it has always been about bringing people together and conversation and through time it has taken different it had a kind of motherhood lens it had a self-care lens um and over the last 18 months year it's spaciousness is really the lens um that my work um it's holding space it's holding circles it's talking about spaciousness um and I, I I kind of can't imagine that spaciousness will go away but um I love that spaciousness is big enough for all the wild ideas that I yeah, have yeah. um it kind of has space for it all and um, just recently I, I went on a holiday and came back exhausted. I don't know if this happens to you, but it was kind of like so busy and so, um, not looking after myself that I came home exhausted and I was like, I'm not going to do this again. And school holidays were just a few <laughs> weeks away. And I was like, how can I reimagine holidays? How can I, um, give myself some space in it as well? And so I came up with this, um, Idea of making space—that's what it was called—and it was just a daily text message of one of yeah. the cards that I've created. Yeah, and a whole lot of people jumped in and said, "Yeah, I'll join you." And yeah. some people joined. We had a text group. Some people joined that, and some didn't. But it was—it was such a light touch, and it was so nourishing. And so yeah. I think I'm—I'm I'm learning to bring more and more of myself and my weirdness and what I want and that that is actually makes it so fun and so easy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah beautiful. I, I feel like I'm a bit of a kindred spirit when you talk mm. about your journey, because I also um, went through personal depression after more than one of my children, but mm. it was with my last daughter. Um, my first ever published article in a paper was called uh, my journey through healing. Mm. And it was all about how that process of trying to work through personal depression and find a place where i was me mm. within that process and, um so yeah I, I i really and maybe that is why i could really um also feel for the space you find yourself in now because there's something about being able to enjoy those mummy things mm. that we didn't always have you know <laughs> oh, yeah 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 um so my next question for you would be what would you say your biggest lesson has been in life so far just a little question
1: oh just a just basically what's the meaning (laughs) of life (laughs) yeah (laughs) i think for me it is just to follow the nudges and the synchronicities and like the things that don't seem to make sense when we follow that, when I follow them, it makes life kind of magical. Um, yeah,
0: beautiful.
1: And to not have expectations of what that will look like, um, but to like, and, and to kind of within that be embracing what feels good and my own feeling of joy and like at the moment the walk to to school and home from school is just it it i keep saying it's the meaning of life i just i'm getting this intense immense joy from it the kids change school at the beginning of the year and for the first time we can walk to school and it's about 10 minutes there and 10 minutes home and i get to just see the same kookaburras every day and i'm learning to like getting to know some of the neighbors and sometimes a little hand will fold into mine. And it's like if you had asked me what would be kind of the things I'd love this year, I, I don't think I could have named that. But it's just following the nudges and yeah. noticing what feels really good and doing more of that.
0: Do you have a crystal in your hand? Because I yeah. do too. Oh. What's yours? <laughs> I don't even know. I think it's maybe like a cat's eye or something. But it's
1: it helps me to
0: just stay grounded guys- and keeps
1: my busy hands.
0: I've got a citrine, so mm-hmm. I've got a citrine. Uh, I can't even think what it is now but yeah it's um same thing I needed a bit of energy today so I thought that. I love that. <laughs> crystal twinsies we are so how long have you been holding space for others is it like if you look back on your life including yeah. you at school say or you younger yo little Claire how long have you actually been holding space for or is it a newer thing for you it's a great question. I I always say to people, we're all space
1: holders. Um, but I think um, it was really, so the first circle I held was about um, six years ago almost yeah. um, to the day really. Oh, um, and I think the thing that happened for me where I went from, Unconscious space holder to consciously space holding, with those pieces like non judgment, not having to fix, not having to give advice. They were so powerful in. They were such a permission to me. At first, I was like, I, I can't give advice. Isn't that how we show love? I can't fix someone. Isn't Isn't that what we're meant to do? But as I kind of have come into those principles of holding space it's such a permission that gives me such space where I'm like I can sit with you and you can tell me anything because I don't have to do anything with it
0: yeah um, yeah
1: and so I would say it's really over the last six years that I have been a involved like aware of the, the craft and the art as my friend Mitli Sully says of, of holding space um doing that as a really intentional practice beautiful mm.
0: I love that. <laughs> so last year, I I think it was last year, you self-published yeah. your Spacious Oracle deck. Mm-hmm. Um I, I was lucky enough to see that journey, but can you tell me about what that journey was like for you? Like what mm-hmm. what was what was that journey for you?
1: It was huge. It um and I've been thinking over the last couple of days about it. I bought your deck, Laura. Um two years 18 months ago and I remember it was so magical it arrived um and I was actually holding kind of an online thing that night and so I was like I'm gonna use these tonight and I used them and you jumped on I was like hi Laura I'm um, I'm using your cards for the first time and it just like that's the kind of magic that I love when it's like you, you can't make that up you know it's just yeah. it felt so like oh, well of course um and I love your cards so much. And and there was this little nudge just kind of like in my periphery of like, oh, I could do this. Um, but it was completely audacious. I for a long time would say I'm not an artist. Words are much more my art form. Um, but then I, you were holding one of the rounds and I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make my own deck of cards. And really, really interestingly, the artworks were so much easier than the words. Um, And some of them, like, were really, they're very abstract. Um, In the first week, I think you said kind of use the same materials on all of them. You want kind of a congruent um, feeling. And so I went to the art shop. And I didn't buy all the same materials, but I bought all the same colours. So yes, they're yes. very kind of me colours. There's gold, pink, blue, yellow, green and purple, I think. Yes, and so yes. they're across all of the cards. And I just loved this. And so I, would, I was kind of playing with them and I had these thoughts of how it would be. But actually those playing ones became cards. Yes. Um, and so there was a point where I was creating and then there came a point where I was like, sit my butt down and do these last 12 like where I'd be like I have to do two a day and I really learned that that was a big part of it just it can be really intuitive and beautiful and go with the flow and then there's some days where it's like and now sit your butt down and do this because otherwise this isn't going to happen um and it was a bit like that with the book I kind of the artworks were all there right and I just was backing I had all these notes and then I just said I'm going to sit down and do this and I did it in about two days um so and I loved being part of the community that you so beautifully curated and then I reached out to you and I was like Laura I know myself and I need (laughs) I need to be in relationship around this and so you so beautifully guided me through and it was again coming back to kind of our birth journeys and, and childbearing journeys we kind of unearth that part of this felt like birthing
0: Mm.
1: for the birthing and creation but that how that had been to birth my babies um I was nervous about it and so you so beautifully kind of dawdled me through that process of this this can be a reweaving of of birthing as well so um yeah it was such a, a beautiful process it it really redefined me and it was as I was turning 40. So it was a present to myself turning 40 and it was also um, as I was, the cards feel like a love letter from me turning 40 back to me turning 30 when I was in the midst of some pretty dark times. So,
0: yeah. And this is the kind of questions I guess that we don't get to often ask when we're working in that kind of relationship. But I would love to know, I know that for me it looked like, there were times there when you didn't believe that you were going to finish the deck or that you were someone who should have a deck. So from you, I'd love yeah. to hear, were there moments, what were the big moments in that? What was the story that you were telling yourself and how did you change that?
1: I think it was just kind of like, I I couldn't do this like it it felt so audacious just like that would be so incredible but that wouldn't be me and but there was this other part of me this like you know it's like a really quiet but strong voice that was just like we're doing this like those cards are going to be there um and that voice really just was quite insistent and I could feel that if I didn't do these cards I'd be really disappointed Um, and I think I'm so grateful to the wise part of me that reached out to you and said can you walk with me because I know that I work really well in relationship Um, and like there's old versions of me who would have said oh no I need account you know I need um, outside validation but it was none of that was just I love being in conversation. I, I quite like talking, you may notice. Um, <laughs> and I don't want to sit by myself at home yes, and totally. do this. I want to be in conversation. Um, I want to be held in space while I create spacious cards. Like, of course. Um,
0: yeah, totally. so. And I, I know that when I did mine, um, I've spoken before about the fact I was in Sheryl and Darcy's, of mm-hmm. course, at the time, and um, it was the same thing. There was a few of us that uh, kind of were rushing ahead if you know what I mean like it's mm. like each week's content we were just like okay we've done that job I've done that job I've done that job yeah. what do we do now and I know that I really valued her um her friendship in that yeah. process because there was a whole lot of questions that I had and it was a week but it was one of those courses where it's like released week to week mm. so you can imagine little overachiever me is like oh okay done today's but now I really need to know what we're doing now <laughs> What's the next job? What's the next job? But um, I wouldn't have there were so many times in that process that all I needed was, yeah, that's that's good, that's done. And it was that validation. I I personally needed to know that it it appealed to someone else, that it wasn't just oh, me yeah. wasting my time creating something that, although it was healing me, that was its only purpose. Because totally at the time I didn't value myself enough to make my journey all about my own healing. Mm. It had to have a bigger purpose.
1: Yeah.
0: And I in hindsight, I can acknowledge that I did. If it had just been my own healing journey, I wouldn't have finished it. Yeah, It had to have been that bigger purpose that yeah. made it happen. I love that. I love yeah. that.
1: And as you're saying that Laura, I'm remembering the things that I got most tripped up by with technology like the yeah. part of putting the cards like I remember being like I've done all my I've done 48 artworks do I just photograph them and like you'll need a scanner do you have a scanner here's how you do it here's like the dpi you need to do and you know those bits that can feel I'd done 48 artworks which was like I can't even tell massive, you how massive. massive that is but then I was like I'm just gonna leave them in a the box but it's someone to say, right, this is how you do it. And then I decided I wanted to do it in Canva because I was more familiar with that. But I didn't know how to get the sizing right and to make sure I was using, you know, all the things. And then I don't know if you remember, but I the day that like I'd launched it you them, like an hour
0: and a half or something when you finally did it. Didn't oh, it? Like, it was so you know? <laughs>
1: quick and I was so delighted with myself like that. I was just so proud of myself for doing it. And then the day that I launched, I went to print them and they were with the place in the States and it was going to be like five months. And I was like, oh my God. And so within an <laughs> half an hour, I scrambled, found somewhere in Australia that was like half the price, would be ready in two weeks. It was those bits which I hadn't even anticipated they were the stumbling blocks um, yes. where I could have come undone
0: but I think they also uh by the sounds of it were ones where you really got to learn how good you were in mm. that situation and how much you wanted it to happen I have shared this I think with some of my students in my classroom but I will share it again now during my my launch of my original self-published deck um I like I said I was a one student I did my best but I was you know I was head of it all I had it all done on time I Literally did those artworks in. I don't think I slept for the whole Do you know what I mean? And then I've launched. I'm so sure I knew what everything was happening. I set up a PayPal to launch my deck. I hadn't really been operating in the online sales space. And I opened up a shopping cart for 100 decks at $50 each plus postage. And all of a sudden, emails start coming through. The moment I open it, it sold out really quickly. I think it was like within a few hours. But what happened was, in between all of those orders, were these messages messages from PayPal saying, Your account's just blowing up. Why is all this money coming in? Basically, we need you to verify your account or your money's on hold. We've frozen your PayPal. Like it was just, and then in between all these orders. So while I'm sitting there having my cup of crying, going, Oh my God, people are buying my deck. <laughs> Meanwhile, my PayPal's shutting down. <laughs> literally shutting down and then it was i'm not really good at phone calls and i don't like having to call people uh in authority it's personal stuff there but um i can remember i'm trying to talk to paypal like find a number for them to say look i really what what do i need to do to verify because this is a pre-order like i have to get this money to actually place the order order, you know (laughs) so there's like four and a half thousand dollars sitting in my paypal and (sighs) i can't touch it (laughs) And it was such a massive thing. And I can remember going back into the group for the class and going, just so everyone knows, if you set up a PayPal for this, they freeze your funds. (laughs) So maybe put that into your project planning for your timeline. And it was just everything, all the places I already had issues with, finances, money, value, um, those money blocks, that money mindset, it just, it was so... (sighs) A deep breath probably is the best way to even explain it. It's like, okay, so all these things that have been fears, doubts the whole time. Now I even have the money. I've Mm. made the deck. I've made, and you're not even letting me touch the money. (laughs) It just brings it all up, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I have to prove to you that I'm good enough to even get this money back out. (laughs) um, And so that was a big one for me. And in the past, that in itself would have been crisis. And it kind of was. Um, but at the same time, like, I have other people's money. I have to deal with this. So I had to put on my big girl panties and I had to call PayPal and I had to work it all out. And as it was, it was like, a, I think it was a 40-minute phone call, but it still took four days after that for it to all sort out. Yeah. Um, and at the time, I couldn't look at the positive things but at the t- one of the positives was from now on I was allowed to have that kind of money come in in a month and that'd be totally cool which is yeah. awesome you know what I mean so there was some really good things that came out of it but at the time yeah. that was not where my mind space was <laughs> absolutely yeah yeah so we can just, laugh but, at it now right yeah. but, but you do you grow like you see yourself in situations that at other times in your life would be the time you give up the, the moment you walk away that kind of thing yeah. And I do acknowledge in you knew that just getting your artworks done, totally. that was such a success for you because you were so sure you weren't an artist. Totally. <laughs> so sure. And I kind of had these plans that my sister who
1: she's a beautiful graphic designer and that I would do bits of it and she would help me kind of mash it all together and then that wasn't possible. And But, again, it, it was such a beautiful just that made it easy to say yes and then when I was already there to keep going. And and the artworks, when I did them, they're, like, really imperfect. And so it helped it helped me kind of pull in that part of me that has been a perfectionist in the past. But it was like, if we're going to get this done, we're just going to have to get it done, you know. This won't be. And, and I love them now, you know. It's yeah. like I wouldn't have them any other way. I still look them. I don't know if you'll like this, Laura, but. I look at them or I'll pull someone a card and I'll be like, oh, I love this one. This is a good one. Yes, totally. I delight (laughs) in them. I'm so in love with them. And I I know that I created them, but it also feels like something far beyond me that created this body of work. Um, Yeah. hmm.
0: I I still take compliments for my deck thinking, yeah, that's a great deck, but then adding it to the fact that I created that deck, I still struggle with. Yeah. I can acknowledge the deck's gorgeous. I can acknowledge mm. that there's things in there that are really valuable, but happening to take the credit for that and say, yeah, it's my deck, not as easy. Oh. <laughs> Aren't we? Aren't we hashtag humans? <laughs> oh, totally. So what's next for you? What, what's next in the pipeline mm. for you? Do you have big plans this year or is it just that,
1: that space? it's spacious it's um it was interesting I had a real time from early December until late March and there was just it was like a deep rest time um I hadn't planned to rest for that long but there was just nothing in me kind of listening to the nudges (laughs) There, there were no nudges and so I know enough now just to listen to that and honor that and trust that and and that the nudges will come Um, and they have and a big part of that was to kind of come back to the cards I created them I launched them in July last year and was holding spacious circles and different things but I can feel myself coming back to let's do more and so I held this two-week making space um, journey with them and on the weekend held a spacious circle so just it was a one-off but for two and a half hours and that was so delicious we kind of dreamed we sat with spaciousness like spaciousness to me is it's it's always there Um, my friend Michelle put it beautifully she said it's it's like it's a radio station we can tune in um, oh, at times okay. and and so for me the cards each of them is a different way that we tune in to yeah. that spaciousness and so on um, Sunday we had this circle where we held we had a question and then we are uh, we kind of forward planned how we would tune into spaciousness for the month of may um, and then kind of blue like dandelion scenes that into may um, and i'm just about to there's a new offering called rewilding which is going to be six months of oh, beautiful okay. circles and um, weekly prompts So I'm just kind of having fun with them. I had this idea last night. Oh, I was like, oh, I want to, I love making stock, just keeping all our veggie scraps in the freezer. I was like, I think I might make that into a circle just to get together for 45 minutes and make our stocks together. So I'm in this real space of um, just the things that are delighting me, just bringing other people to, or saying, I'm going to be doing this. Does anyone want to come together for it? And and people say yes. So Yes.
0: I will be sharing links to you, um, whatever it is that how people can oh, connect thanks. with you when I share um, this. So anyone who's listening who thinks that that sounds pretty good, check her out. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, love. Now we get to the those last three questions that I yeah. absolutely love asking. So do mm. you consider yourself successful, Claire?
1: Mm. Yes, I do, Laura. I, Excellent. Um, <laughs> I I, as I've been kind of marinating in this question in the last few days, there's a there's a book um, called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a... Yep, yep. yep. Um, that I read a few years ago. And in that he speaks about how we define success. We can either define it in a way that we have, um, um, we can affect the outcome or we cannot. So if I make my definition of success earning ten thousand dollars a month i have some input into that but actually it's i'm kind of giving my power over to whether or not that comes in yeah and so i've or i can do it like i will walk every day or define it in something that i can actually make happen and and i've really been that really impacted me a lot and so i think for me success is a feeling um spaciousness is probably the closest i can get to that feeling but it's yeah. when i'm able to walk the kids to school when i'm able to be going slow enough to hear the black cockatoos or to notice i see number plates that say elm elm it's having it the most talks to me i can see seven in a day like if i'm going slow enough for that if i walk you live in a townhouse complex but walking to put our compost in the bin and back and saying hi to some neighbours. And um, this morning I really wanted to go and spend some time at the nursery and then to come back here and then I've got a bit of space before I pick up the kids. And to me that is such success that I can do the things that I love that nourish me and excite me and I can be contributing and it feels like
0: such success.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah. And
0: I, I do, I can relate to that. And just in the um, previous episode, um, we were talking about success and how we define that. Mm. And I know that for me, mine's probably more of a personal development, um, continuous improvement kind of model where mm. so long as I can say I'm a better person mm. than I was before, and I've done less damage Mm. (laughs) to those around me, then to me, that's quite a successful me. Mm. Um, And I I do have very much that kind of, I measure my successes for whether or not I thought I would be able to achieve that two years ago, four Mm. years ago. If that's now very doable for me and that's just become my norm and yet five years ago it was unimaginable, then I've been successful because I've completely changed my own outlook on life.
1: I love that. I love yeah. that. And I love all the
0: different, like I love that there is space for all the definitions yeah,
1: totally. of success and that it's like, oh, I haven't thought of
0: that. I'm going to sit with that now. Thank you. But, and, and I think that's the thing, though. I think so many people listening to this probably consider themselves unsuccessful because they're comparing what they have to what other people have. And I think until we define, a sec, uh, define that success based on what, our life and our life experiences you will never be satisfied you honestly and what matters to to you what matters to us
1: you know yeah like you said it, it, it to me it's also about values it's am I being kind
0: yeah
1: am I looking after this beautiful land that I live on am I you know being honorable and um living in integrity and doing as least amount of harm as as I can um
0: yeah, yeah. because exactly. you see, money is still a part of what I would consider great. Like mm. my big dream, I do have quite financial success. Yeah, absolutely. But the person I am in that space is also the best person I could be while in that situation. I understand that success for me is holistic. It's not yeah. just in one element of who yeah. I am. Yeah. Mm. So what's your big dream? Mm. Uh, the, way I, the way I like to say it is if you were sitting, you know, old Claire, sitting there reflecting back Mm. what would you have loved to have seen happen in your life Mm.
1: I have this really weird big dream at the moment um, which is to turn um I live kind of on the northern beaches of Sydney but it's quite an industrial part and I just have this dream to turn um the nature strips yeah 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 <laughs> in, in, into community gardens everywhere I work walk and I'm not a gardener but I've joined the nursery because I love their work and because I want to learn more about like the language of plants everywhere where I walk I'm like oh, this could be a community garden and yes. this could be a community garden and so that is my big dream that we just have community gardens everywhere because then we're coming together we're like self-sufficient we're going slow enough to tend that we're yes. in connection with the land we're not having to you know go everywhere we're just we so much more local and we've all got our hands in the dirt so that's my big dream
0: I love that and it also means that people have to be more observant as you know yeah. I'm a big one for people paying attention and One of the things about gardening is you do have to pay attention. Like if there's a a hailstorm coming, you might want to cover your plants, kind of thing. You know, so there is a certain level of having to acknowledge what's happening. You know, it hasn't rained for a week. Maybe I should water the plants. That kind of thing. I really love the fact that it means people have to pay attention, especially if they're not someone who normally would.
1: Absolutely, I feel like it's so many of the things that you and I talk about, and um, in a really embodied way it's kind yeah. of you know it's conversation it's listening it's noticing it's it's mindfulness but not in a spiritual kind of way it's actually just in this way that people can really relate to it and it's really practical, um, yes, it's
0: practical. yeah exactly mm-hmm. so we're up to the last question now and mm-hmm. that's what advice do you wish someone had told you earlier about the path to success mm-hmm. Whew. I can just feel all this emotion rise up as you ask, <laughs> that, Laura.
1: And I th- think it's just it's all gonna be okay. Yeah. Is
0: beautiful. really
1: what's there. It's just it's um yeah, it all turns out good.
0: Beautiful. That's,
1: that's really it. Just keep going. Um just taking the next step and like let them be the weirdest steps that you can. And, and sit down and rest when you need to um, but but it's good yeah beautiful yeah.
0: I love that I feel like that's kind of advice that just that everyone listening to this could probably really value it's <laughs> going to be okay mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah awesome that's as much as I can say <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for coming along and sharing about your life and your and your deck and your work um I just love seeing you thank and you. the way you smile and the way you light up when you speak about what you do. It I love it. Thank <laughs> so you. Thank I you love for sharing that with, <laughs> with you. I love it. I thought maybe
1: can I pull a subject a card oh, to please finish do. off? That would be great. I oh thought um Altar, I will hold you and
0: look at how honored oh we all are everyone listening gets a special in-person reading from there <laughs> let's think about
1: how we're going to tune into spaciousness today and well, let's see awesome. what the cards have to say oh ah, good one it's the gather card oh beautifully let me, let me read you about gather so my love When you pull this card, it is a loving nudge to gather with others. It reminds you that you are cared for and that you belong. It reminds you of the joy and energy of being in community, of being together. It invites you to notice what you are part of if you are feeling alone. What are you part of? Where do you belong? And how would you like to come together with
0: others? Beautiful. (laughs) Thank you. And I... For me personally, I am often quite a, a solitary kind of person, even though I have multiple children and I probably seem like I have a lot. I, I do withdraw a lot mm. normally. And it's just so funny that you've drawn that card, given that today I've actually had quite a few Uh, podcast guests that I've chatted with and I am feeling like I could fly right now Mm. just spending time with such amazing people who inspire me and lift me up and remind me of the community that I'm in Mm. is so it's just it's such a blessing and I'm so Mm. grateful Mm. that I can now sit in that space and take it for the blessing it is without feeling like I have to compare myself constantly to people who may look like they're having an easier time than I am or more successes than I am and I make that point because I know there was a time when that was the eyes I was looking at everything with Mm. everyone was someone I had to try and be like or Mm. do as well as and now I can literally just go have you seen my peeps they're amazing (laughs) (laughs) do you know what I mean like it's such a different space and I'm so glad I've I've grown to come to that spot Mm. Mm,
1: I I like I am so similar to that I'm, I think of myself as such an introvert and this card often comes up and reminds me it's really spacious being with people too and yeah. so and I can completely feel that being here with you this morning Laura it's just I feel so full of joy and being with everyone listening I know they're here with us as well
0: yeah totally um, yeah thanks for gathering together you have a lovely time and hopefully we might even catch up again in the future sometime. Let's do it. Sounds wonderful. (laughs) Awesome. Bye-bye. See you. You too. Bye.